On this episode of The Startup Scientist, I cover how to pitch your paper to the journal editor and some commonly overlooked checks you should do before you submit your paper. Hello, my name is Dan Quintana from the University of Oslo and this is episode 6 of a series on getting your paper from idea to publication. Even though your paper might be done, your work isn't over. You need to think very carefully about your cover letter to the editor. If you're not sure how to do this, you can ask a colleague to forward you examples of successful papers, hopefully from the same journal. Writing cover letters shouldn't be an afterthought, as this could be the difference between having your paper desk rejected by the editor or being sent out for review. When it comes to pitching your paper to the editor, it's important to recognise that every editor has two interrelated problems to solve. That is, how can they populate their journal with papers that are relevant to their readership, and how can these papers get cited? You need to implicitly frame in your cover letter why the paper is relevant for the journal's readership and the problem that this solves. If you've pre-printed your paper, like I've mentioned before in a previous episode, you can even mention the number of downloads that your paper already has. I've actually tried doing this myself, and it seems to be working, at least so far. Make sure your cover letter is no more than a page. Keep it brief. Editors are extremely busy and don't want to read large slabs of text unless they have to. Another important consideration is reviewer suggestions. A lot of journals actually ask authors when they're submitting papers to give a list of potential reviewers for the paper. Sometimes this list can be really hard to put together, especially if you're working in a new area. There's this great website called Jane, which I'll link to in the show notes, where all you do is put in the title of your paper and then Jane will find you a list of relevant reviewers based on keywords that are in your title and keywords that these potential reviewers have used in their own papers. It's a great way of looking through and they link to the actual papers so you can read to see how relevant the potential reviewers' papers are to your papers. It's important to think carefully about who your reviewers are, although sometimes the editors won't even take your suggestion. But if you have the opportunity to get people who are knowledgeable about your area, then take this opportunity to suggest the right reviewers for your paper. Before you submit your paper, try and recreate all your analyses from scratch. Even better, send in your raw data and analysis files to a co-author and ask them to reproduce your results. It is so much better to find a mistake now before you submit than later and having to either correct or retract your paper. Another tip is that if your statistics are in APA format, then run your paper through StatCheck which I'll link to in the show notes. Now, StatCheck is a fantastic tool which can check your paper automatically for statistical inconsistencies. For instance, it can check whether a p-value is consistent with its f-value and degrees of freedom. Before I submit any paper, I always upload my paper to StatCheck, do a check just to make sure there are no inconsistencies. Now for something a bit more lo-fi. It seems a bit simple, but I find reading your paper out aloud really helps. I always find typos when I do this, as these can be easy to miss when you're only reading a paper in your head. 
Reviewers will forgive the odd typo, but it's not a good look when a paper is riddled with them, as this signals to, to the reviewer that there might be other issues with the paper as well. If you're submitting a revision, make sure you carefully address your reviewer's concerns. To reduce friction, paste any changes in text that you've made in response to a reviewer's request. It's, it's one thing to say we've made these changes, but also paste in the exact changes you've made. This saves your reviewer from flipping back and forth between your response letter and the manuscript. Also add in the location of text changes in your response. This might be a line number or perhaps a page and paragraph number. Make it a pleasure to review your paper rather than drudgery. That's it for the second last minicast episode of this series. On the final minicast episode, I'll be covering the dissemination of your paper.